Don't look now. So I guess we have a, a short little extra for you all now. Um, Jenny has informed me of, of, of this upcoming upcoming little mini bit. So uh, so take it away, Jenny. What do we got? Okay. Okay. So this was actually recommended by one of our listeners. Um, humans have kind of placed a significance on unusual landmarks since the beginning of time. Uh, Andean people would worship mountaintops and sacred spaces. Caves were thought to be portals to the underworld. Nice. So, like, if you think about Stonehenge, the pyramids, um, the Mayan temples, any of those things, Mm -hmm. right? Those were all very sacred sites. In the 1920s, there's a landscape photographer named Alfred Watkins in Britain who notices something really interesting about all these sites. Ancient sites were aligned to others nearby. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I got an idea, but I'm (laughs) afraid to go for it. Can be ley lines or it's something? It's the ley lines. All right, all right, good yep. deal. Okay. So he theorizes that our ancestors built these sacred sites to navigate, and he further suggests that the lines that connect the sites were old routes that followed prehistoric times for trade or religious rites, and he calls them ley lines. So there's a very clear distinction here. Okay. He notes that there are sites, and there are probably roads that connect the sites. All right. That's it. <laughs> stop everybody there. Okay. So ley lines aren't discussed in traditional science because they don't really count. They aren't super measurable. Mm-hmm. There's no real scientific evidence to support what we currently think of as ley lines. Okay. When we're talking about a road that connects a thing to a thing might exist because yeah. people tend to make roads shortest distance possible. Yeah. It's just, it that might be a coincidence. Sense. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it would make sense that if someone built a road, that there would be a religious site nearby, or if there was a religious site, they probably built a road to the next town. Um, it's a chicken and an egg argument, right? Yeah. So, like, you don't know what comes first. Was it that they built the road because there was a the site okay. there? Or, or, yeah, yeah, right. makes sense. Or because they traveled it so much to get to the site, the road developed, whatever. So that's fine. I can see yeah, that yeah. there is a route <laughs> that's between legit. sites, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. The other problem with this scientific view of a ley line is what is a criteria? What qualifies something Mm -hmm. to have a ley line? Is it age? Is it importance? Um, What what, was it? Do we know what something was that was important 2,000 years ago? I I mean, it's really hard to quantify this, Mm -hmm. right? Um, What size of a hill qualifies? Yeah. Like, does a mound or does, like, a mountain, like, what's the thing that quantifies it? Um, And then the other thing is that if you're being selective about the data points, any pattern can emerge. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out a way to explain this. I came up with an analogy about the constellations, right? So you can literally connect the stars any way you want. We've come up with the Big Dipper, Little Dipper, the Hunter, the Pisces, things like that. Um, But the stars don't really have a pattern that I know of. They're not guided by any natural force to be in the position they're in for any purpose other than whatever they were created in that spot that we know of at this point in time, right? And I can look up at the night sky and see a whole different pattern than what somebody else can see. Yeah. So it means nothing. Mm -hmm. But we've made it into something. (laughs) So it's it's like pattern recognition. Okay. 
So the 1960s come along and there's a guy who writes about UFOs because you know what? The guy that writes about UFOs is the one that we should listen to on everything. <laughs> so he comes up with this genius plan to take ley lines in their most traditional sense as a line from point A to point B. Yeah. And combines it with feng shui. And guess what he learned? What is that? You can sell a shit ton of books to some hippies <laughs> because this is part of the counterculture movement time. There you go, yeah. And they're looking for this connection, right? Yeah. And this is basically considered the founding document of the modern Earth Mysteries movement. These things exist, right? So UF guy, UFO guy, John Mitchell, uh, uses Watkins terminology and calls it the ley lines and, like, explains it in the same way. Mm -hmm. But he wants to add some weird shit to it. So he believes that everything has energy. And that this is an energy field and it's a source of energy. Mm-hmm. And there's some sort of spiritual power that has mystical energy and somehow this is all related to magnetic fields. I have yet to figure out how the hell it's related to a magnetic field, but I'm going <laughs> with that. People say magnetic field because random lay people least understand magnetic fields, so yes. that's where you go. It's like, well, if it's weird, it's a magnetic field. Right? It's positives yeah. and negatives, and mm-hmm. that's all people think yeah, about. Yeah, it's all good. So in an article called Ley Lines and the Connection to the Adverse Spiritual Phenomena, um, they talk about how everything has an energy. Some are physical energies, living energies, earth-based, and some spiritual. And it's broken down like electrical, auras, ley lines, and ghosts. There you go. Yep. And (laughs) they have a hypothesis about ghosts and ley lines. Yeah. Yeah. And since I love good haunting theories, we're going to dig into it. Yeah, so, I think this crops up in a few Ghostbusters things. I think it, I think it, it does, might totally. Be, yeah, yeah. I think it might have actually been in the, the most recent It was. That was the whole thing, like, was premise it was all of the movie. centered around the ley lines in New York or something, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So the article distinguishes energy ley lines and true ley lines. So the energy ley lines are beams of energy that cross the landscape. There is the funny thing about this and that everything that I'm about to tell you is it's like someone that read a science article, uh-huh. took the part they understood yeah. and applied it as generally as possible to some crazy shit that they pulled out of their ass. You see that a lot. Yeah. You see that a lot. Until I get some sort of verification that any of this is real. That's my theory. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll try. I'm trying. So there's fractures in the earth's crust mm-hmm. that are affected by the pull of gravity from the sun and the moon. Sure. This results in the released water that changes the intensity of the Earth's energies. Ooh, the energies. Right? Um, And true ley lines are the ones described exactly by Watkins, only they Mm -hmm. added criteria. That it had to be five preformed sites within walking distance. Five preformed sites within walking distance. I'm sorry, pre-reformation sites. Oh, pre-reformation. Yeah, pre-formed. Pre-reformation. Got it. Yes. So... Protestants don't count. Protestants don't count. Anything after the Protestants don't count. Because, you know, we're just heathens now. (laughs) So what about this means ghosts, right? Yeah. Okay, so at this point, when the lays intersect, a vortex of negative energy is created. Um, We're currently sitting about 10 miles away from a negative vortex. It's one of the most famous ones in the world. Stoll. Stoll Cemetery. Oh, yeah, I gotta love Stoll. Yep. Too bad that whole thing burned down, or you know. Yeah, I'd like to point out that it is post-reformation. Yeah, but you know, new age hippies, right? You don't you don't worry about things like that when you got a good story about the gateway to hell in Kansas. So, That's right. Know, uh, That's you know. right. So um, this negative vortex is like a magnet that lowers vibrational spirit energy 
so entities can form. Uh, see, I got to take a brief aside here. This, you know, for any any engineering student out here listening to this, this thing sounds so much like there's a classic video out there of the retro encabulator that you can look it up. They have people basically. They're like they're pitching a new product that the company is making. There's one for like Rockwell Automation and everything right. else. But they go into this full description of the retro encabulator. And it's full of terms that sound right, but they don't mean a damn thing. But yes. it's all, it's reverse magneto inflectance, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, if you're, if you're not an engineer or you let yourself go, well, maybe I just don't know that stuff. You could sit there and go, yeah, maybe, okay, sure, sure, whatever, you know. Isn't a light switch. And yeah, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> but the whole thing is, is just, just one gigantic long BSE thing with this guy spewing technical terms that, you know, sounds legit and it sounds exactly like that. So just, well, that's exactly what I mean. Like they, they're yep. using the right words just yep. in the wrong way. In the wrong way. place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, yeah, no, I totally get it. You're but, like, you're 50% there, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, yes. At least they know the words. Uh, right up there with flux capacitance. Yes. Yeah, reluctance. Yeah, yeah. So, humans who come across the intersections of the ley lines experience vibrational thoughts. What the hell does that mean? Mm-hmm. Paranoia, anger, ego, and fear. Nice. Yep. Overcome with the ego and fear. All of the same. Usually people with big ego don't have a lot of fear. Yeah. So that was kind of contradictory and interesting to me. <laughs> Um, hauntings most commonly occur at location where underground veins of water cover wells and rock strata are found and distort the earth's energy. So once again, we're using enough science that yeah. it sounds about right, yeah. but it's weird. So here's the supernatural science explanation. Mm-hmm. Inner earth vibrates at 7.83 hertz. Someone actually knows this information. Like yeah. this is probably from a, a truly yeah, yeah, legit yeah. science article, right? And when a water vein crosses at 200 to 500 feet below ground, it can cause a stress line and increase the hertz up to 250 degrees, or 250 hertz. Yeah. Hertz. Yeah. This geomagnetic disturbance (laughs) that we we fucked up here, guys. Yeah, yeah. That is not the right word, I am sure. Yeah. Is mirrored on every plane. Mirrored on every plane. Now it sounds like we're talking about quantum physics. Yeah, yeah. We... We lost the team again. <laughs> and spirits resonate at that particular frequency. All right. So we had talked about um, the perception thing recently, where you were talking about, like, your skin crawling. Oh, yeah, yeah, like infrasound. Def- infrasound. Thank yep. you. That was the word I wanted. Um, so this kind of reminded me a little bit of that conversation, because they talk about how at that particular frequency, it's inaudible, but our perceptions are altered, creating mm-hmm. the pain, the headaches, the nausea, dizziness, dizziness yep. and we're tingling, and we perceive that as a spirit being present. Yep. I was like, okay, so we might be back on kind of science Yeah, yeah. Kind you of. And at least get, I will admit that there are locations where you probably get infrasound generated. Right. And it feels creepy. So, I, yeah, I couldn't remember whether I talked about that in a previous podcast or not, because I had my whole... Yeah. Experience in Cardwell Hall. Yeah, I think teaching you did. that. Yeah, uh, yeah that I, I was in an area with some infrasound, and I just remember, yeah, my skin crawling and feeling creepy. Right. But I was standing in front of like 200 students. It wasn't like there was anything going on. Right. You I just couldn't. Felt I couldn't figure out why. Like I was breaking out in goosebumps and feeling weird, and then I finally, you know, like touched the counter and could feel the vibration. It was like, oh, it's there's infrasound here from the you know, the air conditioning unit and stuff. And then it was all you know, it's like, oh, I. Stepped either side out of it, and I feel normal. And you if feel I'm standing fine. right here, I'm like, I feel freaked out. Yeah. Well, and they talk about that, like, um, 
when I stayed at the Stanley Hotel, which is amazing, and you should sponsor mm-hmm. us, um, they talk about how the hotel's built on granite, and there is water underneath it, and that, that does create a vibration on the granite, and uh-huh. then the hotel kind of under vibrates just a okay. little. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, resonates a bit. So. I guess I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I did not feel creepy while I was there, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Um, anyhow... Uh, ley lines can change from a positive to a negative based on the flow of energy and the change of these frequencies, which then affects the magnetic field. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Whatever. But the fluctuating magnetic fields, which we do know our magnetic fields do fluctuate and shift. Like, that's a thing, because they're talking about sure. the pole shifting right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, you get, yeah, you, get, you get shifts in the Earth's magnetic field, and you get the pole drifts all the time. Right. I don't know. I, it still sounds like bullshit. Oh, it is. Yeah, but, totally. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw just enough stuff in that makes a little bit of sense. Like this, this makes sense, and then I then I throw some weird buzzwordy stuff at it and right? tell you that so it like, has something okay, to do with ghosts. But I'm following you. I'm following you. Nope. The Earth's magnetic field drifts, so blah 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 blah. Ghosts. Right. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yes. That's but, exactly what it was. Yeah, okay. And I'm just like sure. But it's it's fun. <laughs> so the magnetic field fluctuates, and there's positive and negative wells that appear as a result. Sure. Mm. So then let's go even deeper down the New Age world. Another article I read called Ley Lines, The Guide to the Magical World. Sure. <laughs> uh, think that vortexes are created by an energy similar to chakras and have <laughs> positive and negative energy like the yin and the yang. So they take that Chinese medicine one yeah. step further with this, right? This particular article was really pushing Tucson because I don't know if you know there's a vortex to the underworld there. If you oh, know. I did not know that. I've been there and missed the vortex. You miss, it's like going to Tulsa. Um, there's one there too. Oh yes, the uh, the center of the universe in Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to it. They have like the Tulsa Marathon. They have a marathon in Tulsa everywhere. The Route 66 Marathon, and you can add 300 yards or something like that to your marathon and take this detour that goes to the center of the universe or whatever. You get an extra little medal if you do it. Worth it. But it's at mile, like, 26, so... Well, that sounds like fun. So you're like, do you want to detour over there a couple hundred yards and go to this thing? And I think most people are like, oh, hell no, but... I'd like to point out, Will is currently wearing a 5K shirt. Um, My version of a 5K is, what can I drink and stumble around and then take a nap? Okay, so that's just about my version of a 5K now, because I'm not doing so hot in the running category these days, but... uh, Running's hard. But, but yeah, but, uh, I, I don't know, total aside now, <laughs> but that just reminds me of, they no longer have my favorite race of all time in Manhattan, which was the Winter Runderland Donut Run. Where, really? Yeah, because they had it at Annenberg Park, it was a 5K, and you basically ran a third of it, you had to snarf two donuts, run another third of it, snarf another two donuts, Ew. and then, like, finish. Did you not vomit everywhere? I was afraid that would be a problem, but it really wasn't. It was really just a problem of trying to dry mouth a bunch of donuts while you're breathing hard. But, yeah. But you did get to eat donuts, and you get to, to run, and it combined two passions of mine. I like So I generally did well, because I'm not that fast, but I do eat well, so, <laughs> like, I, I, I finished better than I would in the general population, because, you know, it generally played to my strengths, so... I mean... 
just the eating of the donuts I wouldn't have been able to do. I, I really did think about doing the pizza beer one, though, that, yeah. that they do. I don't yeah. what is it, Brutus Shoe or something like that? Yeah, and they've got, uh, they've got beer miles and all that kind of stuff, too, that I have, have never attempted. But uh, The beer mile actually makes sense. So, like, if you stopped and had beer at your refill stations versus water, because yeah. the carbohydrates in the beer yeah. actually help to restore your energy quicker. Yeah, except in a mile, you don't need to restore energy. Shh, so, I do? You know, what is wrong with you? You're stopping every quarter mile to chug a beer and get drunk off your ass while you're still trying to run so it's more a can you stay in your lane and not fall on your ass while you're trying to finish your mile and that sounds horrifying to me because running a mile is gross yeah if actually, you're trying it hard it's absolutely horrifying so. yeah because you can do one in like 10 minutes or less right yeah yeah so, i mean normal people can do one in 10 minutes or less so trying to trying to haul your mile as fast as you can while chugging beers just sounds like the worst thing in the world to me but you know, it'd be entertaining to watch. I guess. I think about, like, those drinks that, like, drink bottles. Yeah. Because beer is one of those things that can go into two things for me. Mm-hmm. A glass, like, glass bottle or a glass glass is fine. Yeah. Or an aluminum can. So, yeah. like, when people put it into other storage containment <laughs> devices, like, yeah. it kind of bugs me a little bit. I mean, I'll even go with a solo cup occasionally, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's one thing. In, in general, in races, when they hand out water and stuff for me, that's just waterboarding myself. I can't. Right. I can't run and drink like that at yeah, the same time. The few weird. times I've tried, I've about died. So because yeah, you I start to, like, choking because yeah, you I have can't to. Breathe I have to like run. walk and drink if I'm going to do that. I can't like. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's bad. But. Yeah. So what the hell were we talking about again? Other than chugging oh, drinks while running? Ah, there we go. Okay. Crystal therapy. All right. So I don't know if you know this. I used to be a massage therapist. And um, I had to get CEUs to keep up my certification. So I tried to go to CEUs in Kansas because I live here. And the ones that I could afford somehow always made me end up in an energy healing conference. Okay. And I'm really, I, I understand this is my prejudice. So nothing that anyone will ever tell me will make me feel less negative about yeah, yeah, energy yeah, healing. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm about to say, no, that I hate energy healing and I think it's all <laughs> bullshit and I will never get over it because yeah. I had very bad experiences. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I cannot heal you with my mind. Anyhow, um, if you are into crystal therapy though, cool. So crystals are thought to hold energy and those that are found on ley lines are particularly powerful. They amplify the crystals you need. <laughs> this is such bullshit. <laughs> So they amplify crystals' unique vibrational patterns and transmit wisdom to their owners. Sweet. I keep thinking of um, Mystery Science Theater when... Mm -hmm. Is it Mystery Science? No. Um, It's a Will Ferrell movie where he goes to the center of the universe and there's lizard people and they have crystals and the crystals project (laughs) things. That's all I think about. Anyhow, uh, people take these crystals to the ley lines and hold rituals Mm -hmm. which charge them. Yeah. What the hell does... So, in archaeology, ritual is kind of a joke. Yeah. If you don't know what something is... Then it's ritual. Then it's ritual. So, whenever someone says, we have a ritual to do this, I'm like... Really? That means you don't know what you're doing to me. Yeah, well, you know, it makes me think of when we were on our vacation, we went to stop by a rock shop, because I like rock shops, because I'm a a nerd, and I like my my geology, and I wanted to get some crystals for my optics class, because I wanted to get some birefringent calcite. We stopped okay. at a place. They had some great calcite crystals. Really friendly people running the place. Kids played chess. We ended up on like the website of the place. Yeah, great. But they were also like obsessively into crystal healing, and they had their whole like thing set up so that like 
most of the rock shop was dedicated to selling healing crystals. Yeah, and then in the background, they had some actual, you know, cool geological samples that I was playing around with. And you're kind of like, so I liked it, and I liked the people there, but now I'm, like, advertised <laughs> as, like, this cute family that stopped in our crystal healing place. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what we were doing. But, you know. Have you ever heard of Dick's Rock Shop in Estes Park, Colorado? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Go there a lot. Yeah, so. their rocks are fine. Go there to get your yeah, crystals Yeah, that's my time. standard place to get my calcite. But Yep, that's where I get all my fossils. But, you know, I was I was in Maine, and there was a rock shop, so, you know, Hashtag sponsor us, Dick's Rock Shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've hit there and gotten our calcite, gotten our bismuth, and we're good. Yeah. 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 And they're so nice. Those people are so nice. Um, okay, so crystals, rituals, things. Wisdom contained within the crystals is stored energy and messages from millennia that teach us about our planet and our lives. Nice. Did not know crystals had so much information. This you know is... what else uses crystals? Lasers. I was going to say lasers. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like some... You know something that beams things out of crystals? Lasers. Lasers, yeah. So, like, yeah. probably some engineer came up with this theory, or some engineer's wife learned yeah, just enough about lasers. I'm going to zap somebody with my wisdom beam. That's, that's what I need to do this semester in Opto. This is how they think teleporting works, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally going to just hit everybody with the wisdom beam. No, I think no you problem. should. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So another really reputable source that I found, Occultopedia, which is like Wikipedia for the occult. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Says that points of convergence sites are anomalies, um, like Earth lights, which I think they mean Aurora Borealis is the northern lights, but we're going to go with it. Poltergeists and UFOs. Um, The person that wrote the article on the site that I found, they didn't put their name said that they believe the paths are navigational aids for the extraterrestrial spacecrafts. There you go. So that's what the ley lines are for. Yeah. Because that makes total sense. The aliens. Yep. The aliens place them there. Yep. So down the rabbit hole, there's actually, like, this is not a new concept. It was not a new concept for Watkins when he came up with it in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. The Irish kind of believed that the ley lines that were the paths of significance between ritual sites were paths to the fairy realm. Yeah. Okay. They drink a lot. I'm cool. The Peruvians called the ley lines spirit lines. Once again, whatever. Um, because they thought, Peruvians thought that they were walking the lines of their ancestors. So I could see where they would call those spirit lines yeah, and feel yeah. like that has a significance. Yeah, yeah. Right. And there is almost every culture in the world kind of has a belief in this interconnectedness between magical sites. So, like, if you go from one pyramid to the next, that's a magical route. Okay. So, you know, if enough people believe it, let them have their beliefs. I don't care. That's fine. Um, like you said, the new Ghostbusters film did have yeah, the ley yeah. lines. That was a big role. And then one that we will get more into something along this lines at some point. I just thought it was interesting to take it this crazy route first. Um, in traditional Australian Aboriginal belief systems, there are song lines, which is their hmm. equivalent of ley lines, right? Okay. And the simplest way to describe that is a spiritually significant path through the land between places like water holes, hunting grounds, or sacred places. Sometimes it's 100 kilometers long between these places there. Um, And the landmarks along them are memorized as long, complex, sacred songs. So as they're walking along, they kind of sing the song Mm -hmm. of the history of their people because Aborigines have a really long verbal history. And they can go on and on and on and on. And one of the stories is that of the Rainbow Serpent. So that is the ley lines. And it's it's what you want to believe. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun, if nothing else. But, it's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I 
other aside, this all makes me think of the, the Martian canals. So do you know the, the history? Because growing up, you ever hear about you know the canals on Mars, or people talk about canals on Mars. There was this kind no. of long-standing thing for a long time that people thought there were canals on Mars, and that they were a sign of civilization on of Mars. Life on Mars, okay. Because basically, with with early telescope technology, people were looking at Mars, and various people claimed they could see lines. And okay. I'm trying, you know. Unfortunately, I, w- I would throw names at it who I think these people were, but I would probably be wrong, so I'm just not going to. Right. But basically, early guy mapped all these things out, made a big deal of it, and everybody was really excited about you know the fact that there was civilization on Mars because you could see these canals that clearly a civilization had right. made. And it's all bullshit. I mean, it was all just basically seeing things that he wanted to see, that if you looked enough, right. you could convince yourself there was a line from point A to point B and point B to point C. Right. And there, there, there's nothing. There's nothing there at all. But, well, but people believed it for decades because you, you know you, you'd look believe. at it and you'd, you'd think it was there because like right. yeah I can see it I can right. I can see it it's kind of fuzzy but yeah there's a line from here to here and here's a here's a bright spot and there's another bright spot and there's a line between it and you know yeah it it, it seems to fit that there's kind of a just I, an urge to see things like that see connections see patterns the way that it's it how people could be. just work yeah right and like I do understand that a lot of ancient sites specifically mm-hmm. they aligned their sites with the stars yeah so like there's the great yeah. ground for that just being a mimic yeah but that doesn't mean it's connected necessarily yeah and then you do have the thing where there are old sites that really were connected and yeah. you lose those roads but the terrain still follows that stuff that you get right lines in the trees or breaks in the hills or something that still follow the old road so that you know it's a it's a line without being a line. There's no road there anymore, but somehow everything seems to kind of line up to it. And it, right. it feels like the earth is aligned between these two sites. You know? Well, and a lot of times, too, like the more time that you spend walking it, like you've created the path of least resistance mm-hmm. because you've kept the, the tree growth down and things like that. And then suddenly yep. it's like, this seems very purposeful. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is very purposeful. Yep. Like it's probably a game trail even. Yeah, like yeah, it, yep. it gets used enough and suddenly it's very clear. Yep. No. So yeah, cool deal. Ley lines. All right, gotta love the ley lines. Yeah. So many, so many. At least, if nothing else, they generate so many fun plots for movies. So you know. For sure. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you once again, and uh, we'll we'll go ahead and head on out. Uh, as always, check us out. Go to Facebook. Facebook. Go to our Gmail email at uh, don't look now nineteen at gmail dot com. Uh, Give us your comments, your feedback, like us, rate, review, and uh, tell everybody about us. Tell everybody about us. Tell us. Tell everybody that you like Hollow State Audio and their music. And uh, that's right. We will catch you all later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.